has all the knowledge you want. Malik books has all the knowledge you need. Malik books. Yeah, they have all the books that the whole wide world wanna read. Malik books. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Malik's Book Show, bringing a world together with books, culture, and community. Well, hey. I had to chime back in to the Kanye West storm. Since then, he done been on so many national programs, networks, podcasts. So I'm going to drop my gems on the Kanye West storm about White Lives Matter, the George Floyd incident, as well as him talking about the music industry that has a lot of self-destructive lyrics that is causing an influential effect on the black community in a devastating, destructive manner. Now I had to bump my episode about the Latino power grab in Los Angeles. I had to bump that to next week because I got to stay relevant. And right now, nothing is more hot on social media than this storm that Ye has created. That's Kanye West. Also, I'm going to be talking about the episode six. What? The Bobby Shop Talks. So I'm going to be bringing that to you and... We're going to keep this thing going. Oh, by the way, my name is Malik, your host of Malik's Book Show. So stay tuned. I got to come back with part two on this Kanye West yay storm because it's so much more has developed since last week when I did White Lives Matter based on a shirt that he wore, now so much more has happened, it's continuing because he's been going on some of the top shows all over this world, top podcasts, top TV shows, uh, Tucker Carlson, uh, The Breakfast Club, uh, Pierce Morgan, I believe, um, and so many more. And what's happening is, is he, Kanye West is trying to clarify his position. But one of the things that has hit a home run is profiteering off of certain lyrics that promote death, drugs, sex. Like right now, there's an opium war and a fentanyl war. And guess what? They're trying to address that. But how... Is the music plan a part in the culture in terms of influencing people to drug do drugs? And are these top artists who making millions off of selling death and destruction and black on black violence, making millions selling those types of, of rap songs and music? The question is, you know. There are entities and industries making billions off of black talent. And this is, you know, hit a home run, which a lot of what Kanye Yay was saying about why he's been saying some of the things that he was saying. Now, it offended because you can't blanket everybody. There's always... You know, within every group, there's always people in within that group that are not a participant in what's going on. So, Yates trying to clarify himself, and as he should, he said, but it's certain members, all right? So, this is Yates' position, right? Now, 
hold on, because <laughs> this thing here is, I did, a tw- I did a podcast one time called Words Matter, okay? And I talk about sticks and stones may break my bones and words are never hurt. And I said that never say that nursery rhyme because it is a lie. Words will destroy you. Words will kill you, all right? So the question is, if a person is signing talent, and the issues that they are spewing in the rap are affecting the society in a negative way while they signing these type of artists and allowing them to say these kind of things that promote the degradation and the death and destruction of a group of people. Now, a group that Ye has targeted was Jews, right? All right. Now, they are upset over the words that he chose. And they have a right cause to be, right? Then why shouldn't black people be upset over lyrics that promote the destruction and death and the, you know, and the sex and, (laughs) you know, of our culture and of our people? Why shouldn't black people be upset when the the airwaves are consumed with sex, drugs, murder of black on black. Why shouldn't black people be upset about that and be upset about an industry that is promoting such lyrics that lead to devastation and destruction because words matter. Words will destroy you. Words will influence you. And, and they're trying to put a muzzle on Ye. People are apologizing on behalf of Ye. You see what I'm saying? So all I'm saying is, is what my take on what took place and what's going on is the fact that why are the, these industries allowing even the artists are talented. Why are they allowing these kind of words to devastate a underserved people who already are devastated, who already suffer from drugs, alcohol, uh, teenage pregnancy, uh, poor health, diabetes, high blood pressure, um, mental health? Why are certain industries able to profit and, and offer this and then nothing and then they are unapproachable. They are unapproachable. You see what I'm saying? So, but the, the thing is, this is a real conversation that needs to be addressed. And that's the point that Ye was trying to, I think, was trying to say. Now, he can't blanket every a whole group and a whole religion because everybody ain't participating in that. You know what I'm saying? Everybody ain't, you know, doing that. So you got to be specific and, to, and, and zer, no, zone in to what it is or the person or the groups that are involved in the destruct, death and destruction of black race and black nation and black culture. And, and now he's out there on the island on his own, got black people not liking what he was saying. You got Jewish people not liking what he's saying. You got white people and all kind of people upset about what he's saying. And then you got people who love what he's saying, who 
like what he's saying and who agree with what he's saying. So the question is now, I don't know the percentages. I don't know how what percentage like this, like it, or don't like. But all I know is when he went on Paris Morgan uh, show, he apologized. Well, you know, I think it was an apology that he was saying that he should, if he hurt anyone from what he said, that he's sorry and he would love to give you a hug. Now, I think that that's noble of him because... All Jewish people are not involved in what he's saying. You see what I'm saying? So you can't blanket millions of people when you need to focus on, if you have something to say about the industry, focus on the executives and the people in charge that it allows this. See what I'm saying? So I think that he understand that, understands that now, and he's course-correcting. Now, I'm giving you what he was saying, um, and woven into all this is, you know, my take on this whole thing. And that is, I think it should be addressed. That for far too long, you know, and we're all guilty of it, we have listened to things that have and danced and and had drinks over and celebrated and exalted on things that you know glorified black destruction. And I think that Kanye West is now, is 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 making this an issue. This should be addressed now. For 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 right or for wrong, the reality is that that needs to be addressed. And this whole thing where they trying to shift to this George Floyd and make that an issue and they want to sue for $250 million. Well, good luck because opinions shouldn't be able to be sued. You should be allowed to say what you want to say without having the, the threat of being sued. It is your opinion. It could be wrong. And I don't have to agree with it or listen to it. But I'm, I didn't see, I didn't listen to the whole three. Hey, that, that drink, drink champ interview was three and a half hours, and I didn't listen to the whole. So I don't know what he said about uh, George Floyd, but I do know that censorship is the saving grace of America. And if it wasn't for free speech, there would never have been a Martin Luther King. There never would have been a W.E. Du Bois, a Booker T. Washington, or U.E. Newton. You know, there would never have been. Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, and all the many other great revolutionaries that have stood up and stood against oppression and wanted to make changes in America. There never would have been any of them if it had not for been for speech. And before black media starts trying to censor black people who think different, we need to examine that because for far too long, White media has censored the black voice. That's why Malik books exist. And that's why we give voice to the voiceless. Listen. Um, there are decent people all over this country and all over this world. You know? And sometimes, you know, people make a mistake and say something inappropriate and in the wrong way. I don't think that that's worth to be hated and ridiculed. Uh, it should be a dialogue. It should be, hey, you know, 
I think it was immature to just say that. But sometimes when a person is hurting, they say it in a whole lot of ways. And you might not like it. And they rough feathers. You know how it is. And I think that a lot of people, you know, look at the Will Smith slap. I don't know what got into him, but he went up there and slapped the daylights of, of uh, Chris Rock on national TV. Now, that's emotional, you know. And, you know, so sometimes, man, you do things that you go back and you examine and you have to, man, you know, uh, course correct. Now, all I'm saying is the Kanye storm, you know, shouldn't be all of a sudden diverted because of what's perceived what he said about George Floyd now. And that seems like a lot of attention is trying to. He gave two million to the daughter and uh, for her education and, and other things. But the reality is that. Um. We need to protect free speech. We need to stand up for free speech. And we need to not have censorship. We need to have be allowed to have our opinions, even if you don't agree with it, but be respectful of it. You know, we got to learn how to agree to disagree and still get along. I, I don't know why a person will have so much intense hate for someone who just agree different. And I think that in order for us to bring the temperature down, we need to reach a point where we allow to say what we need to say and have a dialogue, have a dialogue. So <laughs> this this Kanye West, you know, thing be going on for two weeks and I got to bump my segment about the Latino power grab in the Los Angeles. I got to push that back another week because this right here is sucking up all the oxygen worldwide. So you either be on time or you late. So I'm coming on time and I'm chiming into this subject matter because I think that this is a real issue. We need to address all them things, all the death and destruction that's being spewed all over the radio. Let's just keep it real. We are influencing kids and youth, and that's our future. And we need to encourage them to be more than drinking and drugs and having sex without responsibility and buying, taking all your money and buying all that bling and ain't buying no property, crying about gentrification when the black community was the gold mine. Now you, we complaining about outsiders buying it up and building multi-million dollar complexes when the gentrified and blighted area was there for decades and we didn't take our own money and our own community and build up see that's the things that need to be we need to focus on we need to get real about the things that we spending too much time on destroying each other this black on black crime needs to stop this black on Black crime needs to stop and we need to come together and stop it so that we can then be able to sit at the table with other civilized nations and have a dialogue because this is ridiculous. All over this world, our perception, they show black women in Hollywood as what? 
as being mean and angry on most of these shows. This is the image going all over the world. I talk about this. We talk about this on the Bobby Shop Talks that I've been airing for the last five weeks. The Bobby Shop Talks. If you ain't heard that, go back and listen to my old episode. The Bobby Shop Talk. The way our women are portrayed. You know what I'm saying? We have to come to grips with dealing with these images and these perceptions that are being thrown out all over this world. People have this perception of black people in a negative way. And they look at only individual black people like Obama and um, Oprah and Sabrina Williams, the people like that. They look at them different. They look at them as individuals. But as a group, as a society, as a culture, we are stereotyped. And they look at us in a negative way. They look at us as, a, as you know, I'm not even going to say it. But that's the reality. They don't look at us in a favorable way. And we need to realize that. Why? Because what they see is black on black destruction. And what they hear is what? Music that, that talks about what goes on in our communities. What? Sex, drugs, death, and murder. All right? So... That's my take on the Kanye West storm. So, hey, tune in next week. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> well, I do know what I'm going to talk about, but it might get bumped because this right here is a hot topic. Peace. Enjoy part six of Barbershop Talks. And accept your own and, and be, be yourself. yourself. Yes. And what is yes. myself? A righteous Muslim. Muslim. Yeah. Is that right? And now, who want to accept now, that? Who want to go back to what they was cut off from? Now, see, we always now we talk about. See, we always talk about. Is slavery. society gonna teach look, that? Look, 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 we always talk about slavery. Oh, you know, that they, they we say in slavery, they changed our religion, they changed our name, they changed our culture, they changed it, they changed that. Okay, well, if they changed it, then what were we before the change? Okay. And can we go back yeah. to the yeah. change? Okay. But, but can we go back before the but, change? But, you you know, when you're looking at a, a situation, you're talking about etymology, going back to the roots, and which, which grows the branches. Well, most people ain't going to go as deep as going back to the roots. What they see is what they see, and that's the branch. And so most people, they don't want what you and I might believe and think they want what society so because we're talking so, about so, the brand so, 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 we're talking so about credibility so therefore, we're talking about so the people the that will continue, you know the most brother. successful people we see right. every day brother, you know problem, what i'm saying then, then, then what is, you're saying is that the problem is going to continue because they don't until want to make the in, until so, we find a way to make this change until we find a way to be effective yes what we can do so how can so how can we make the change first we got to change that's number one second then we got to find a way to civilize the uncivilized to make to help the unfortunate change for the better and that's difficult when you say we have to make a change which First part week. of the people you trying to make? The ones that are already making the change that's trying to be out here trying to teach? Or the ones that have not even accepted the change? The, 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 the ones that have not changed and need to change and need okay, their, the need the orphan, okay, the disenfranchised, okay, the oppressed, okay, the ignorant. Okay, without my point, <laughs> they're going to they're gonna have to try to find, they're going to have to try to find a way to where they're going to have to say, you know what, this is not working. We can be more advanced, maybe do this, and try other avenues. We hear that all the time. If this ain't average, you got to go down an avenue. 
You know, we if we're in this condition, we're in the scene like we're getting worse. The duty I mean, of a I mean, civilized person, it, civilized or uncivilized. I mean, I mean, think about it, man. Right. You know, people coming here this morning, and like I said, I'm not in social media that much. I'm hearing mm -hmm. people talking this morning. How, so you do how, believe it's our obligation to try to civilize or, or educate the, the miseducated? That's yeah. The, okay. The duty of a okay. To, to teach the uncivilized. Okay. Absolutely. That's why we were yeah. chosen for the job to teach them. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But 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 look at it today, man. It's the hardest job here you have Roscoe in the world of a brother of a brother yesterday. I got told this in the morning, brother yesterday in Roscoe, right here on Manchester in Maine, mm -hmm. got killed, a rapper. Yeah. With all this yeah. gold on. Rest See, his soul. And then not only that, but another rapper just got killed in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So the point that I'm making is that senseless. The killing is 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 increasing. It's among increasing. Black people. It's increasing. And the young people taking out young people like it ain't nothing and it's for increasing. nothing. So we're getting worse. We're not getting better. Mm -hmm. When you look at us doing when when we when our people was released from chateau slavery, we wasn't out here cane banging, killing each other. That wasn't even in existence. You look at the 1910, the 20s, the 30s, the 40s. Where are we gang banging on each other? Mm -hmm. So we have gotten New worse. Teaching. We have gotten worse as we gotten further away from slavery. Yeah. So we gotta do something to say, hey man, yeah. this thing we can work. So we can agree. We gotta do something. We gotta make a change. We and gotta make like an said, impact. We, we to gotta teach. make a deal. We gotta we teach. teach. But the, and the problem is, we as men, we the men, we the mm -hmm. we the leaders of our society. Well, I think we being the leaders of our society, we gotta step mm -hmm. up. But the problem is, not too many men now are stepping up to the plate. Why? Because we men, we want to go to strip bars. We just want to watch football and basketball. Well, see, here's the thing. You know, we want here's to the thing. We know we that's the problem. We don't want to read no That's my point. We know that that's the problem. The thing is, we got to spend more time to address the solution. And the solution is difficult because so many of us don't want it. And, well, and it's hard to implement. Well, the solution is, what you say? Look, Accept your own and be yourself. The solution to, is the, here. The step look, man, and look, be in sync solution, with God is here. And one good example of that was from the Nation of Islam, even well, prior to 1975, and even with the minister. Just look at what the, what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad did with the Nation of Islam prior to 1975. How these black men was working, number one in fishing port, had our own printing yeah. press, Doing had our own school. Yeah. We had all these things. But then what The happened? solution is economic development. Yeah. So, so, so what happened after that? What happened after that? <laughs> That's the solution. Economic so what, development. So what happened after that? They came in with a new religion for our people. It's called materialism. It's called getting that bag. It's called all this other foolishness. It's called twerking. It's called all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. Soon as them niggas start getting, the white men, soon as them niggas start getting close to freedom, okay. we need to throw they're, something they're, else at they're, them. They're getting, right, but here's the thing. That's, you know, we we can philosophically talk about, you know, you know, from one era to another and why we went from this to that. But the problem is it remains an issue and that we have to, brother, change. Well, and we have to be effective enough. Now, we understand economics is the key to our th to thrive and to elevate and to evolve. And it, does it take education? Yes. Does it take us having an agenda that focus on our own aspirations and own desires that would cause a a explosion of creating a generation of change for our future and our success well hey you know it's tough it's real it's a task is before us i don't expect society to solve the problem 
But if you out here and you're listening to this podcast, if anything that you can do to make a difference, start with yourself, then the family, then your friends, and then hopefully your neighborhood, your community, and so forth. And turn that TV off. <laughs> We're, We're in that. Off. We're in with that. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode of Barbershop Talks. Come back next week for part seven of Barbershop Talks. My book review for this episode is The Black Tax, The Cost of Being Black in America and What We Can Do to Help Create 6 Million Jobs and 1.4 Million Businesses That Are Missing in the Black Community by Sean Rochester. Why this book? Well, why not this book? I'm already talking about Kanye West and his thoughts about black ownership as well as the Bobby Shop Talks, where we talk about the solution, which is economics. And so why not? This book is relevant to this particular episode. And I already stated that on many episodes that I think that economic freedom is liberation and that that's what the majority of our energy and time and our sweat should be focusing on building economics in America, and through that, we will get true independence and freedom. Now, this book, The Black Tax, is an extraordinary analysis of how anti-black biases has created a detrimental tax. Black Americans pay in the auto housing, online jobs, lending markets, and how the tax has suffocated our entrepreneurial spirit restricted our ability to develop healthy families and decrease the number of communities that provide quality education, safe neighborhoods, and gainful employment, and a significant reduction of our ability to leave a sizable inheritance to our children. Now, this is the part I like because the black text, however, does not focus on the injustice. Instead, it qualifies the fiscal impact of the tax, provides the data to support it, and then offers ways that black America can offset the effects and create 6 million jobs and 1.4 million businesses in the black community. Now, to do that, we're going to have to invest in our banks, our businesses, and our communities and sacrifice short-term consumer gratification for long-term economic transformation. By the time you read the last pages of this book, you will be a different person, ready to chart a new financial course to create businesses and jobs in our community. So pick your copy of The Black Text, The Cost of Being Black in America, and what you can do to help create the 6 million jobs and 1.4 million businesses that are missing in the black community. Be about the solution and not the problem. That's what I add to it. Be about the solution and not the problem. Pick up your copy at malikbooks.com or wherever books are sold. Peace. Thanks for listening to Malik's Bookshelf, where topics on the shelf are books, culture, and community. Be sure to subscribe and leave me a review. Check out my Instagram at Malik Books. See you next time.